Welcome back to Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. Today's show is going to deviate from most of the politics that we talk about because it's a very important subject. Join me in the studio today is Tim and Carmel Eikhoff, and I always love seeing you guys. I wish I didn't have to see you for this reason, but you guys are family members of a missing girl in Minnesota. Her name is Maddie Kingsbury, and uh, I guess we've been talking a little bit in the last week or two and um, learning a little bit more about the story, and then I'm back in La Crosse, Wisconsin for Easter. That's where my family is from, and um, there's a massive search. You know, They're asking members of the community to join up. And this is uh, from Winona down to basically the Iowa border. Um, For the listeners and the viewers of the show, if you're from southern Minnesota, you probably know this area, bluff country, gorgeous area. Um, And uh, we always see these things on the news about a woman gone missing, especially when they're a good-looking girl like Maddie was. Very pretty girl, by the way. Um, And then a mother. A mother, because that's like the worst, the most tragic thing over Easter. The most tragic thing you can think of is a mother gone missing. And so this actually got some national news. Not enough news coverage from my perspective, just because, you know, I'm very biased to things in Minnesota and want this to be the leading story on all platforms. So that's why we want to bring this to you guys, because maybe the information we provide today leads to someone finding her. So let's start, Carmel, um, auntie with uh, who Maddie is. Maddie is uh, 26, she'll be 27 in June. Um, I believe I got to know her when she was around 10. My sister Kathy married her dad, David, and um, Maddie primarily lived with them. She's the youngest of three children that David has with Krista Neighbor. Kristen and um, Deanna Neighbor are her other moms and uh, very loving. They're all they're all very loving and supportive. Um, Maddie is. We've always known her as this <laughs> cute, just bouncy little girl, just always bubbly, ha- uh, bubbly happy, always happy, um, always singing in the kitchen. She has a beautiful, beautiful singing voice, um, singing as loud as she can. Um, she grew to be close to my niece. Uh, that was my dot, my sister's biological daughter, Heather, because she was handicapped, so they lived together for many years. Um, and my niece, Heather, actually passed away over Maddie's 16th birthday. But we've watched Maddie um, become a young mom and pretty much defy the odds in getting her bachelor's degree, degree yeah. while she was working, while she's raising her kids. Um, she has a good job. She's reliable, dependable, very devoted. Um, and now she's working on her master's, on her master's and she's getting all A's. And so, what's the master's in? Um, public health. Okay. Um, we need good people in that realm, right? Yeah, right. And, and, and she's just very, very dedicated. She has a lot of friends. She's very social. Um, always on her phone. Always on social media. Um, and the thing about Maddie, where you know, when somebody goes missing, uh, a lot of times it's oh, maybe she left, maybe she couldn't handle it, whatever. The thing about Maddie is. She loved those kids so much, mm-hmm. and family was so important. It is f- so important to her. It was like, yeah, this is not. She didn't run away. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, uh, Dawson? Po- Dawson, running the dials. By the way, I forgot to introduce the other people here. Williams on set with us, uh, Mr. Straight Laced himself. Maggie <laughs> Jesse's at home uh, recovering from some illness this morning, mm. and Bridget uh, watching for comments. If you guys want to ask Tim and Carmel or us uh, questions or want to pipe in, let us know. 
uh, especially if you're from southern Minnesota, especially if you have some details that might help us out. Let's pull up. Uh, go to actionforlibre.com. You can follow the store. We got it published. And um, that's a picture of Maddie. What I did, and this is something that uh, bothers me a lot about a lot of articles that are written. You get like one photo, right? And then you see another article, they got another photo. I was like, let's put every photo. So if you scroll the very bottom of this article, I found just pretty much everything I could. There's a really good, let's go, go to all the way to the bottom. There's a really good Facebook page. There's, the, okay, so go to the first one of Madeline. This is what we believe she was wearing, I think. You, I think uh, you said bland, black tank top. Yeah. It, could, it could be very similar. She uh, was wearing, she wears black a lot. So likely black tank or black shirt, black leggings. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now there's a lot of deviations. I think this is their more um, recent hairstyle. Is that correct? Because you're going to see some different hairstyles. Um, no, that one's from the past more. She um, she could change her looks a lot with That's her hair. She had curly. I noticed in the pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether she's wearing makeup or not, if she is, if she straightens her hair or lets it be curly. Um, but she had not long ago shaved her head because uh, she raised a lot of money in a fundraiser oh, for okay. some children with cancer, and so she was growing it back. I so see. She, her hair would have been more, um, I think, now shoulder length. Okay, that curly. makes sense. Let's scroll down a little bit more here. I want people to get a visual. Yeah. So uh, yep. it's more similar to that I then? I think more like that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Let's keep scrolling here. Just uh, the chance that maybe someone has seen her. Um, so a lot of folks. And then there's some tattoos here too. Yeah, she has, yep, she has some tattoos. That's the large one on her, I think it's her right shoulder and upper arm. Um, yep, I remember her getting that one and posting it. By the way, I got this from, <coughs> excuse me, Finding Madeline Kingsbury, uh, which is a Facebook page, seems to be the best place to get the info yes. right now. Okay. They, had, they have two pages, one they've kind of suspended. So this is the page that they're using. And then I guess one, when she, that, when she was very pregnant, two children, right? Yeah. Uh, a son and a daughter. Yeah. Daughter's the older one, is that correct? Correct. She has a five-year-old daughter and a two-year-old <clears throat> little boy. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds like m half my household right now. Yep. <laughs> Cannot imagine two-year-old missing mommy. My my two-year-old gets up every day, and it doesn't matter if, if daddy's up. It's, it's where's mommy? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Everything I've heard to describe her, a sweetheart mm -hmm. of an individual, educated, loves her children. So for her to go missing completely out of character doesn't make sense. You know, you get a guy like me to go missing, and still oh, Jake's probably hunting, right? She always checking phone messages. Um, so let's get into the details because I think the last message was about 8 o'clock in the morning with her sister. And we put the timeline and sequence of events um, on that Action for Liberty website. So if you can go uh, check that article out, it should be right on the front page. 7.20, I think, is where the day starts. This is Friday, March 31st. So we're on April, what is it, April 11th today? April 11th. So Friday, March 31st, um, almost two weeks ago, she checks in on her computer remotely at about 7.20 in the morning. Right. Is that correct? Right. Correct. Okay. Then... She goes and drops her kids off at daycare with uh, the father of the kids, who she's living with at that point. His name is Adam Fravel. And uh, that's the last time people outside the house saw her. Is that correct? They did see her dropping off the kids? That's yes. correct. Yeah. And, and so it was about 
A little after 8, they dropped them off together, and then it was around 8.15, her sister Megan was texting. Her, she and her sister Megan are very close, very mm -hmm. and, um, and uh, they were joking about a picture, so Megan was sure that it was her <coughs> sister communicating with her. And then after that, um, we're told she didn't respond to work, and she didn't respond to her friends' text messages or family text messages. She would call my brother-in-law, like daily. Um, she'd call people daily, check wow. people and her daily. Friends. I mean, she she getting back to the bubbly, friendly. Yeah. She mm -hmm. was on the phone with fr friends and family, constantly. And so, for there to be no communication post eight thirteen, that was extremely odd. And so odd that um, her good friend knew something was was wrong. Instantly, you're saying not instantly. Later. But later, there yeah, was later the, the two key <laughs> events were um, she didn't pick up the kids, which she was supposed at to daycare. Yep. at daycare, and she wasn't responding to a friend throughout the day, and the friend knew something was wrong. So here's what we know in terms of what law enforcement has told us. Um, the, uh, the father of the children, Adam, was the last to see her, and he says that he left the house 10 10 30 time frame to run some errands correct um using, with using her van using the blue minivan 2014 town and country once again on the website we have a image of the do you have an image is that what you're pulling up? no the oh. the image the only image we have is a, a similar picture okay. it's, not, it's not exactly of hers but it looks okay like, like I, hers. I think what we have go back to our website here because it's from crime stoppers i want to say yeah it could be crime stoppers. and so it looks like there is actually a sticker on that van um so is that the actual van right there dark blue 2014 town okay town so that country. looks like that's parked outside their townhome so that would, okay that and they blocked the plates. They blocked too. the plates. Yeah. So that would, th my guess would be that that's it. But okay. And so they, th they did have that in the, pr in the press conference with yeah. the, the. Yeah, that's yep. where it came from. Yep. Exactly. Correct. Okay. So this is the actual van. What happened was he returns, according to him, around 11 o'clock. She's not there. He said around um, 10, 10, 30-ish. Um, yeah, and she's not home. Right. Is that that's what he said right now? No, he he returned. He said later, and um, and then the chief of police confirmed. I mean, it. They know the van was there from one one thirty one thirty on on. Okay. Yep. And it was it was parked there. Okay. So, left at the home, which is what makes this case very interesting to me. Her cell phone, her wallet, purse, and coat. An ID. ID. Yep. ID. Everything else you would imagine in a purse. It's 30 degrees. We looked up the temperature, low 30s, rain, snowy mix. Everyone in Minnesota knows that's your that's your March weather, right? You're not going out of the house, especially a woman going out of the house without the coat. And you believe maybe even boots or shoes she would have been wearing, possibly not? She was known to wear just kind of like fuzzy boots. Yeah. So I don't know what, what she was wearing that day or using that day. Gotcha. But it's believed that maybe she was wearing black. Is that correct? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... Um, so 1.30 on, the van is there. She obviously doesn't pick up the kids from daycare. There's a well check eventually that day Correct. by Winona PD. And it's, it's pretty quickly they realize something is up. Um, I don't know what the, what the status is in Minnesota. Is it 24 hours? Someone's 24 missing? hours. Okay. Yeah. So it was about 24 hours, and then they declared her a missing person. They did that off of the 8.13. Gotcha. Well, that's good, right? Yep, right? Correct. Right. Okay.
Well, we know now, um, and I don't know if you guys are privy to information the public doesn't know, and I don't want to pry too much if you can't say it, but what we know now is law enforcement saw a van matching the description. That's all we know. We don't know if it's the actual van. We don't know who the driver is, according to the press conferences, but we know a van right. matching the description, a dark blue 2014 town and country, was driving south of Winona along Highway 12 and 43 towards Rushford, Minnesota. Let's go back to that website and pull this up. I added a couple satellite images. Can we zoom in on that map a tad? Now, this is a very interesting area. I grew up just across the river from here. So I know this bluff country very well. It's a gorgeous area. Great turkey hunting, deer hunting, great trout river down there. And uh, that blue line is about a 26-minute drive to Rushford, which is a town kind of tucked inside this gorgeous area with hills and bluffs and stuff like that. And um, until you get down to Rushford, you're basically coming across like very open farm country. Okay. This is the middle of the day she went missing. A van is moving down that direction that mat matches the description. And law enforcement are looking at this in terms of search area. What I find fascinating, and it's like the elephant in the room, is, you know, people don't, law enforcement's not saying there's a a suspect or they maybe said there's a suspect but they haven't mentioned who it is no no suspect at this point Carmel? they say they haven't they don't have a suspect no. at this time Correct. okay i mean, i just read this and i go well i think i think the father is the suspect here because if you scroll down south of rushford is the town of mabel and this is just roughly me taking a drawing of what i could tell was a search area which i helped out with on saturday um yep right there the big circle Mabel is there on the bottom. That's right along the Iowa border. So about south of Minnesota as you can get. Uh, that's where the father of the children, uh, his family lives. Um, and, you know, a person growing up in that area would know definitely the, the remote areas of Fillmore County, which is the southern county here in Minnesota. Rushford's towards the top of that search area. That's where all law enforcement search parties were being uh, directed to. When I, I mistakenly went up to Winona first on Saturday, and then I called you, Carmel. I'm like, uh, they just want us to get on the bus. I don't know where they're going to take us right. and what the time right. of day is. The other place was Rushford High School. It's where I should have gone. <clears throat> right. That's right. The, that's where I was. That's where he was. Okay. That parking lot was full of people, yeah. and it just, to me, it seemed like that was the nucleus of the search area. And so, to me, I'm just reading between the lines. Why are you searching that area? Uh, especially south of Rushford when you don't see a vehicle there. It seems to be that they're suspicious of the father. Um, for people that don't know this area, I mean, we're talking about a lot of private land, but it's like wooded area. Um, there's a couple state forests or one state forest. I was in the state forest overlooking the Root River, some WMAs, which is public property, mm -hmm. but mostly private property. Lots of rural roads, dirt mm -hmm. roads and stuff like that. Lots of places a guy could right. basically hide in the middle of the day if he was doing something. Correct. Yeah. That's where we're at right now in this story because <clears throat> essentially Friday and Saturday, and you were there Friday, Friday. Um, in that area. Is that right, Tim? Yep. Choice area? Where, where were you? We were south of Choice. Okay. Yeah. So we, yeah, they bust us out. And before I forget, I just want to say if anybody that's listening right now and or for anybody that was there on behalf of the family we just want to say thank you um, it, it, it was very very meaningful we had uh, 1800 people out there on Friday and when you think about 
with how crazy the world is right now, 95, 98% of those people plus had no idea who Maddie was the week prior. Mm -hmm. And so it just hit, I, I walked the lines and stuff and said thank you and you just realize that not all of humanity is screwed up right now. And so right. just want to say thanks. Yeah, which is, which is, um, I appreciate you saying that because we talk about real serious stuff on the show and how bad the progressive, I should just call them the progressive left, the regressive left these days and what they're doing in this country. And then you forget that there is a political class that's just got nefarious intent and taken our country down the road, like the, the wrong place. And then you get back to the community and the people around us. It's like, we all want the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love our families. We love our friends. We love our community. Yeah. And that was, it was touching going out there. I mean, I came to Winona and it took me 10 minutes to park around the fire department. And we're talking about Northern Winona, like more open area. And, and there, were, uh, there were people from all over. All I, over I mean, the place. Yeah, they came, they came in, people drove hours and hours to get there. Right. And basically spent their entire Friday helping out somebody they have no idea. And, Good and Friday too. Good Friday yeah. and um, in asking some of the people, why are you, you know, thank you, but why are you here? Mm -hmm. It's, I have three daughters. Exactly. I have two daughters. I, I just have to do something. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you think about your own children, like, I hope someone would do that for me too, if that was right. the case. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So Friday and Saturday, two search parties. I don't know what the numbers were on Saturday, but I'm sure it was, it was rivaling just a little less. There, there's some somewhere of 35, 3,600 total between the two days. And there were, oh. uh, or and sorry, there were 1800 on Friday and about eight to 900, I think on Saturday, not positive. But and I that's, that's, that's the official numbers because what I noticed, um, I'm going to call Carmel up. I'm like, I don't want to get on this bus and be just at the mercy wherever they take me. Right. What do you think is the best use of my time? You guys had some good directions for me. So I just took off south, basically on that route you saw. And uh, I started off on a rural road looking in the ditch, all that kind of stuff. And um, I'm not the only vehicle doing this. It right. became right. very apparent right. to me there's a lot of people doing the exact same thing. And I'm not even convinced all these people are from Fillmore County, but it seems like people in Fillmore County we're searching their properties, which was instructed by the sheriff's department. So then you, there's a whole new magnitude of volunteers because technically they're doing something Correct. to help out. So, you know, I get done Saturday and um, I see that the law enforcement's at least putting a pause on the search. Mm -hmm. And I can't blame them because what do you do at this point? Where are we? I mean, we don't know anything more at this point. We don't. <laughs> That's the hardest part, and we're just pleading with people to go walk your properties, look in your all your buildings, look in your vehicles, look for anything that's unusual to you. Um, that, that's we went back down on on Sunday, and and like yeah. you, we we just went and went on low maintained roads mm -hmm. and just drove in, and and you start to realize, you know, state land, but how much private land there is, mm -hmm. and if if people aren't diligent about searching their own property and stuff, it's, 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 it's rough. We also you know. need people to check any kind of camera they have. If they right. have security cameras, doorbell cameras, trail cams, anything, and uh, save it, please just hand it over to the police, law enforcement. Um, we need help. We need help from the people. Right. 
Yeah, that's that was part of my motivation to the show. If we're at a standstill, then we have a problem of the information getting out. Yeah. You know, uh, law enforcement can only do so much, right? You know, right. they don't have endless staff, right? They don't have, they can't be at every corner, right? So we're basically looking for information. So if you have any information at all uh, about this, what what do you think is the best person to contact? Is that Winona PD? Still the two numbers. Um, yeah, we have a couple numbers. I mean, obviously, well, uh, I should say this too. They have extended um, search requests into Houston County. Okay, so, so that's east of Fillmore. Okay, so we have, um, there's, you can call Winona PD. Um, I think the best is um, Crime Stoppers. Um, BCA is involved. Um, yep. And that would be 1-800-222-TIPS, T-I-P-S. And people can also go online there and submit information anonymously. Um, I think that's the best, don't you? Um, so they, they, you, you say they expanded to Houston County. Um, if we pull up that map there, so that'd be east. It'd be very similar looking. I actually drove through that Houston County to get back to La Crosse for, uh, for Easter. Um, do you have any idea why? I don't. We don't. In the dark on that one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of roads and a lot more public area to, uh, to you know. To search, I guess I, I thought about stopping s temporarily in in Houston County, but um, I guess I, my thought was to stay in the area that was being searched. I think Houston County also. I pulled it up um, under abandoned Minnesota. They have a lot of abandoned buildings, barns, farms. Um, mm. We've talked about possibility of her being in an abandoned building of some type, and. Houston County has plenty. I'm just guessing. I, I we really don't know we why don't they know. extended it to Houston County. Is uh is that tip line something we can get up on the screen here? Uh, what what was the number again? So it's Crime Stoppers one eight hundred two 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 tips T I P S and then, like I said, you, people can submit online as well and do it anonymously if they want. Did Did you get that, Dawson? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if Crime Stoppers is like a <laughs> I want to call Cooley area. I don't know if that term means anything to most people, but um, that's the area I'm from. So I remember hearing about Crime Stoppers. I don't think that's like a thing that's uh, it's Crime Stoppers okay. Toronto. Maybe I know very little about Crime Stoppers. There's plenty of things to do. I, obviously, I think a lot of people know that you can call Fillmore County Sheriff's Department for sure. For sure. Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there's. Just getting that info, hell, pass it on to us. We'll get it to the right people, right? So, um, Bridget, any comments or questions? No, okay, fascinating. Um, what's going through your head on this one, William? Being because you, you know, you basically heard about it yesterday when I was pitching today's show. Yeah, um, so you, you actually called me on Saturday about this. Oh, I did. Um, we talked a little bit about oh, it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had to call you on the drive down mm -hmm. on an article, and then I told you that. So what was going through your head here? Well, I'd actually heard a little bit about this already. I have family in Red Wing, and they were posting oh, okay. about it online. Um, but I know, Bridget, you mentioned that you had family down in Kansas that heard about it. It's really spreading. Um I think it is amazing how people are really coming together. Uh, over two two thousand people have come out to search, and that's that's just so great to hear. I really hope 
something turns up in the coming days. Yeah. What, just, what do you think the the best? So let because I know a lot a lot of our viewers they're going to be very interested in helping out in any way, in any capacity. Obviously, the easiest thing for people that can't go somewhere is to donate. I know that they were taking donations for water for volunteers, invest and stuff like that. I assume that's still a good. Well, thing they to do. actually got so many donations. I think they I, had yeah. they had to ask for it to just pause. Okay. Um, they got so many. Um, like the vests, hundreds, hundreds were donated water. So they have, I think they have enough of that for now. There is a GoFundMe um, on that Facebook page, Finding Madeline Kingsbury. Yep, Finding um, Madeline. So you can go to Finding Madeline Kingsbury. You know what I'll do? I'll hyperlink that into our article too. So if you okay. go to actionforliberty.com, a lot of you guys are familiar doing that. So we'll also hyperlink that because it seems like you're getting good info there. And that's actually, they've gotten large amounts of donations on the GoFundMe already. So you can tell that people are really, they really care. They're really concerned. We, yeah. we all want to find her. Right. Right. Um, I guess at this point, just getting info out there is probably one of the best things to do. Um, so, you know, we'll try to stay on top of the story so that we can keep things updated and things like that. I know there's a press conference coming up at some point today. Sometime today. Yeah. yeah. They haven't said what, uh, time what time, but it was specifically an update on the investigation. Yeah. So. How's, how's, uh, how's her sister doing? I mean, I saw her just emotionally wrecked in the press conference. And then there's a brother that was deployed to Romania. And he flew in. He flew and in. He's been searching a lot. Um, His family pretty much doing this now 24-7 to the best of their capabilities. Yeah. 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 Her mother, Krista, neighbor, has been interviewed nationally. Um, my sister and Dave are uh, having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, are any of them from that area? I think, did I read she was from Farmington? They grew up in Farmington? or Correct. Okay. Yeah. So is everyone still up in the cities area? Um, you mean right now? You, well, no, or I mean like living. Not, not Obviously, I think most people are... They, they, li they live, the parents live in, in Farmington. Okay. And uh, her sister Megan's uh, lives in Minneapolis area. Gotcha. And then the, uh, her brother is in Texas. I believe, he, I believe yeah, he's married. Yeah, Fort Hood, he's, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so what, what brought Maddie to Winona? Is it the School. job? Winona State. Winona School. State, okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. Winona State. Is that where she was working on her master's degree then? She got her... her um, bachelor's from Winona, but she was getting her uh, graduate work through the U. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so. How quickly, or was she, I mean, a master's is a one-year master's program, or? I'm not sure how far she was into it or what program she was in, but she was definitely working on it and getting straight A's, so. Right. Anyways, and to get a better, more, uh, higher paying job. I mean, yeah. while raising two kids. And working. Yeah, right. And working. Now, I, I've heard somewhere that the kids are actually in the custody, not in the custody of the father at this point. So that also, uh, you guys are giving me a look like maybe I shouldn't go down this path. But once again, I look at this and I think, you know, that Mabel area is the area that I seems to be very relevant in this search. Um, I know I've seen the speculation out there. I'm sure people that are following the story have speculated quite a bit. It seems like a lot of fingers are pointing that direction. Quite frankly, at this point, we just need that anything that we can uncover. I mean, at the best, and, and I'm just kind of going through my story again, the single biggest piece 
and we don't even know who was driving the car, is that there was a blue minivan that matched the description, a 2014 dark blue Chrysler town and country minivan traveling Winona down to Rushford along Highway 43. So if people are just tuning in, let's go back to that article and pull up the map um, and show, show people first the vehicle. So if you have seen this vehicle or something that matches that description, this seems to be the actual vehicle. There's a uh, bumper sticker on the back that says, please don't honk, I'm sensitive. <laughs> is that? Uh, yeah. I can't even tell what that image is on there. That's pretty funny though. <laughs> That, so would, she got be, sent to you that would be if if that's Maddie's sticker, that would be her. That would be she her. would joke about I'm sensitive. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then if you go below this, you'll see the map. This is the route that they basically said that a minivan is traveling. This is actually the route I took to get to Rushford on Saturday. It's about a 20, 26 minute route. It's mm -hmm. heavily farm country, wide open area. Uh, you can see I ninety, it kind of uh, parallels I ninety for a little while. And they were even busting the people from um, Winona down to that area too. So, just uh, north of Rushford, that's that was kind of what I was told by a command. That was kind of the cutoff. They worked their way south, mm -hmm. and then where we started in Rushford, we went further south. Yeah, and it, it's I don't know if people understand how difficult the search is in certain areas. Um, you were in some really tough terrain for a while, yeah, and, and you too. But I think the thing that that you know, we talked about is if you start, how can a person carry, a, a presumably, a body? They can't go through the worst of the worst terrain and stuff. So, I mean, what we started thinking about when we went back down searching was it's, you had to have access, whoever it was, mm -hmm. to a road to get out and away from 43 because on 43, is, as I think you mentioned earlier, you stop, you're, there's going to be another car going by mm -hmm. within a minute or, yeah, or it's, thereabouts. It's so, a hard ball road. So presumably, they got off the main road, to, you know, one of the um, side roads, and then into maybe some tougher terrain. I mean, there's ravines, and I mean, it's beautiful, but mm -hmm. not when you're looking for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a logical thing because we're talking about ten, a window of about 10 a.m. roughly to 1.30. Correct. I think we were pretty certain that that minivan was back at 1.30 p.m. in the afternoon and never left after that. Correct. Per the, so That's what the police chief keep, yeah. keeps saying. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, that's a three-and-a-half-hour three and window. It's not a lot of time. To get to Mabel, it's about an hour drive. Mm-hmm. Rush for a half hour, mm -hmm. you know. So you're pretty much down and back to, to you know, assume, assuming that's what happened. You know, I, once again, I'm making an assumption. There's just no evidence here. So I, I'm just going with some wild speculation. Shoot me if I'm off on this. But I guess at this point, let's find Maddie. That's the thing is we need, we need to know. Um, it, it's, it, it is so remote. Yeah. There's so many branched off roads there. Like there are. you just Yeah. Yeah. And you know you go down to the search and, and uh when you actually get there and you see the country and you see how vast and you see it, it's gonna take a miracle really mm -hmm. to, to find her. And and that's we we need help. Mm -hmm. We we need we need 
the people that live there, and, and we talked to a bunch of them down there, and they're all, they were out. I had one, there was one guy. He he said I work uh, for the power company. I was out, you know, I'm out all day working and stuff, and I came home, and obviously I'm, you know, a little tired, but I can't just sit around. I have to go out and look for. Her. So I mean, there's. That's what we need, and 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 people that are familiar with the the uh, the land, because mm -hmm. it's not. I mean, it's just not wide open in most areas. I mean, there's a lot of, it's beautiful, but. Right. Uh, we got a comment or question? Um, we have a question from Rocks and Cows in Minnesota. They said, could the DNR send a be on the lookout notice to people with turkey licenses in Southeast Minnesota, since most folks have an email registered with the DNR for online licensing? So in the very beginning, they, know, they reached out to the DNR and they've been involved and they reached out to associations. And I believe you said that turkey Hunting starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. So I know that uh, the friends and family have been calling them and asking them and making them aware, like, please be on the lookout. And um, but yeah, that so good question yeah. and and suggestion. Um, but thankfully, they're they're doing those things. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, Caledonia is the self-proclaimed turkey capital of the world, wild turkey capital of the world. I mean, we're talking about like prime turkey hunting area. Uh, where I hunt, I go north of the cities. It's like I don't see people. That's why I like it. Down there, there's a lot of turkey hunters. Okay. That's probably the concentration of turkey hunters in the state. So there is going to be a much larger presence in the woods. I'm sure people that watch this show also are – there's a bunch of people that go turkey hunting. So if you're in that area, once again, right. pay attention to the area. Let's go back. Let's look at some pictures once again because I want to make sure people get a good glimpse of what she looked like. Um, we believe that she was wearing black the day of. Scroll down to the bottom here. Once again, this is on Action for Liberty's website, actionforliberty.com. Maddie's 26. It says that she is five foot four, 135 pounds, short brown, curly, hazel eyes. Mm -hmm. So a small, small girl. And her tattoos, um, the large one on the right shoulder and arm. Yep. It's um, a pretty... That would stand out quite a bit there. Yeah. And that one, too, is on her back. And when she was pregnant, she got a... Yeah. Got one on the stomach. Yeah. Madeline Kingsbury is her name, Maddie for short. Um, let's scroll up. There's a picture here with... Um, looks like this might be a couple years older. Go up a little bit more. This is her with Adam, the father. Is the father both children? Is that correct? Correct. Okay, and this... Is that the daughter then? Yeah, I believe that would have been Maddie's graduation at Winona with her bachelor's degree. And I'm not sure, was that 2020 or 2021? Probably not 2020. They didn't no. have a lot of uh, ceremonies in 2020. Correct. So, <laughs> 19. I mean, I think that the date is on the picture on Facebook. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's them with their, their little girl. And she graduated that day. Gotcha. We have, um, we have another question from Andy Parrish. She says, can we use or bring drones to look for her? They've used, uh, so right away they brought drones out. Um, drones can be used, yeah, for sure. Um, it's actually a great idea. Yeah. Because the more, more flying down there, the better, right? For sure. They've done um, highway patrol airplanes. We've had divers out right, right away in the very beginning. Um, more air. Where, where were the divers? They've been 
kind of all over. I think they started near the Winona area, and then... So in the Mississippi, or...? We, uh, I don't we're not, we don't know for sure, but okay. we know that um, they've had them out a few times. Okay. Because um, from my understanding, at least in that search area, the largest... Now I'm, I might be sticking a foot in my mouth, just not knowing the area well enough, because once again, I'm from across the border. Um, is the Root River, but that's a really crystal clear river, and I doubt it gets that deep. It's a it's a trout stream, basically. Okay. okay. So, so they've had divers. I, I sorry, I cut you off there. No, um, no, we we just know that they've they're using every method possible, and they've had divers, airplanes, drones. They've asked people if you have ATVs out out there. Saw a lot of a, that. Get on. Okay. Yep. Saw a lot of that over the weekend. Yeah. They do caution people to go out alone just because of the terrain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just be safe. Yeah. We appreciate I, your health, but, but be safe. I sent you pictures of the spot that I was yeah. checking out. I mean, it was no joke grabbing roots to, like, move up that hill. I was like, wow, this is a steep area. But I grew up in this area, and I hunt out west, so I'm kind of used to that stuff. But it's also loose soil at this time of year because it's, you know, yeah. break season. So, yeah. And obviously that area is just big drainages. I think that was the big drainage of the the uh, the uh, glaciers last time we had global warming. So, <laughs> wow. what else can we cover here that you think would be pertinent information for people? I really like that drone idea because you know you cover more terrain in that regard. So, and there are a lot of people that have their own private drones. I mean, if they, it, we are begging people if you have a drone, please. Yeah. Try. Um, look and keep looking and look again. Um, I think as long as you're not like interfering with official search related stuff, correct. they want as many of you guys out there as possible. Cause correct. the more eyes on the ground, the better we are. Yeah. You and know, um, from a family or, or, uh, the human side of this, uh, you know, we, we all watch this. We see it on Dateline. We see it mm -hmm. on investigation ID. We see these things and, you really have no idea. If you think you can understand and, and be empathetic to what the parents go through, I can tell you you're wrong. Mm. Um, the pain and the not knowing, and it just doesn't stop. And if we can get people to help stop that pain and bring her home. Mm -hmm. We can also say that they've used dogs pretty extensively too. Mm -hmm. um, we unfortunately watched as the dog searched her town home and stood with my sister and her sister Megan and Dave, my brother-in-law, and it was uh, gut-wrenching. It was really bad. But and we don't know any results from that. Yeah, but at this point we're assuming there's no nothing huge. At least you would think they'd give that to the public at this point. I'm I'm well, am I making a big assumption here? It, we're well, not sure. Jeez. We're not. We're not sure. Um, we really don't know. We haven't been told. Mm. So, do you think we're going to learn something from the press conference this afternoon? I hope so. I, I think there is going to be. I, I think they're going to confirm some of the things that are out in in the public domain already. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm I'm not going out on a limb here. You know. Um, you you went to you know the husband boyfriend is always 
the first people they look at. It's it's not unreasonable that the, it, you know they're looking at at that. Well, now, I mean, he's the last person I mean, that yeah, has I mean, admitted that, to seeing her. That's not that's me not knowing anything about it. But right. I mean, it's common sense, right? I mean, yeah. it's like come on. So I'm I'm hoping that we're gonna the hope our hope is that there's a lot more information that they know that they just haven't released. I got to believe there is. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, we trust what they're doing. It's, you know, they, I think they have a, a reason for why the timing of different things, uh, divulging information. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I would ask the other thing. You said, what, what else can people do? Um, if you believe in prayer, prayers, prayers mm -hmm. for the family, um, prayers for somebody finding her. The smallest, smallest little thing could be everything in this right. case. Right. Right. Especially like a ring camera. I think about that too. Like, you know, someone that has like those kind of devices around the house. You caught a glimpse. We're talking about, once again, let's go back to this. March 31st. And this is between basically 10 and 1.30. And we're talking about from Winona down to, let's just say, Mabel, Minnesota. So that's that's an image right there on the screen of... Winona down to Rushford. Um, we would even extend that beyond that. You go south of Rushford, you hit Choice, which is mm -hmm. basically an intersection. I love those kinds of parts of the country. I grew up in areas where, well, I grew up in Wisconsin, so there was no such thing as just an intersection. It's an intersection with a bar right. in Wisconsin. <laughs> right. So that's basically Choice that's south of there, and then Mabel, um, which starts opening up back to just agricultural land. Um, about an hour drive, if you're along that route and you have any kind of camera, check the footage. If yeah. you store the footage between 10 and 1.30 that day, my yeah. God, please do that at the very least. That could be critical here. Yeah, trail cams, too, if anybody's got. Trail cams, exactly, yeah. yeah. In that window, so it's not. Right. You know. 10.30 10 to 1 o'clock if you're. Running a trail cam anywhere in that area, I mean, it's a long shot, but you never know. I think they're also saying um, not to underestimate people that live live in near County Road 12 and Highway 43 in Winona County. At, before you start getting on Highway 43, if they have cameras. Yes, yes. That's because we need clearer pictures of time, time, yep. van. Um, so we don't want to underestimate that area either. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, I'm thinking like um, that area wouldn't seem logical if they were if someone was doing something because it's so out in the open. But a timestamp here could be just critical. Timestamp, right. correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Coming and going. Coming yeah. and going, right. Yeah. And I believe the law enforcement said they had um, some video of it coming back, a blue minivan that matched that description. Yes. Once again, don't know if it was the actual minivan at this point, but matched the description. Correct. So it is what it is. All right. Um, anything else from the viewership here, Bridget? No. Nothing. What What other things do you guys want people to know about? It's tough, isn't it? It's really tough. Yeah. Um, I found a picture of a post that she had with her sister Megan. They got matching tattoos in 2016. And she posted, Ohana means family, and family means no one gets left behind. Mm. Um, she said, I love you, sissy. Uh, so we just, 
can't leave her can't leave her behind well i don't think she's being left behind here there is a large community i mean it was humbling to see how many people were out there on friday and saturday and it's easter weekend my god like people giving up their plans to do that that don't even know her right so that's just what is so interesting to me about it is you you see this stuff on the news you even feel for it when it's like someone out in colorado or california but there's a part of it it's just like it's so far it's so distant it doesn't seem real and here it's in our own backyard it's and of course to you guys it's family but to us it's like this is a minnesotan this is a person that's part of part of our culture part of our i guess greater community you know so yeah she's not being left behind at all there's a lot of people looking for her and i hope i hope we find something here from our viewers if if you guys know anything about it um please please let authorities know at the very least let us know we'll pass it on to the right people we'll stay in touch with you guys as the story continues on i know carmel we texting multiple times a day Mm -hmm. trying to keep updated on this stuff and whatever we can do i'm sure maybe we could uh if there's a more honed in search area we probably could come down all all of our crew get out there yeah if that works into dawson's workout plans you know <laughs> he's trying to lift weights i don't know what where hills fall in your workout plans these days <laughs> not for this episode, not for this episode? <laughs> why you, you want to reveal your big workout plans later on that's a full episode he's getting itself. he's oh. cultivating mass here he's <laughs> starting to hit the weights hard well, um, for those that uh, were watching the show last time, we do have a, uh, a giveaway to win Shields gift cards. Follow us on Rumble. Please spread this uh, episode around so more people can see it. But we are giving a Shields gift card away. Uh, oh, by the way, before I forget, there's a reward here yes, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, fifty thousand dollar reward. Yeah, that's that beats our one hundred hundred and fifty dollar yeah. gift cards to Shields. So. Yep. Uh, Yep. If you have information that leads to her whereabouts, her whereabouts, there's fifty thousand dollars that the family put up. Yep. So, please, please uh, let us know about that too. Uh, or, 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 sorry, <laughs> talk to Crime Stoppers or the authorities. Don't tell us. We don't want to take <laughs> your reward away from us. We just want the info. That's all we want. Um, so go to actionforliberty.com. Right on the top, you can see the giveaway. Sign up there. Make sure you follow us on Rumble. We'll be drawing. I think we'll be drawing on Thursday. So yep. I want to make sure we got that out before it's too late. Also, follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you updated on Twitter. That's uh, at action underscore liberty. You know, you were telling us a long time ago, you got to get on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so, Carmel. It's just another platform. They're going to screw this on. And then Elon took it over. I'm like, all right, it's time now. Yep. Because they don't want to deplatform us, I guess, right now. And then the Truth Hurts show on Rumble. That's uh, right down there. Perfect. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, I just wish we you had guys. you on a better, uh, you know, maybe going through medical m- information or something like that, <laughs> Carmel, because that's how we met a couple years ago. You are you were an RN. I guess you haven't been an RN for a couple of years. Well, I'm still an RN, but I'm, oh, still I'm, an RN, but I'm letting it lapse this yeah. year, I think. So, yeah. yeah, but you were a truth teller in COVID, so we mm-hmm. got a lot of conversations. Tim has the coolest job on the planet, <laughs> installing simulators and homes golf simulators and shooting simulators we have one here at the headquarters which is awesome thank you for sending that up so um friends of the show good conservative activists but we really care about finding maddie hopefully we can we can lead to some kind of information that will be beneficial thank Thank you so much for doing this absolutely yeah 
And that's all we have for today. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll be back at Thursday at 1 o'clock. Take care.